Hello, I'm Adam White, licensed acupuncturist today from healthcmi.com. Acupuncture alleviates depression, benefits neurotransmitters. What's great about this research on the treatment of depression with acupuncture and herbal medicine from Shaoshenk Seventh People's Hospital in Zhejiang is that they included both subjective results, so people being evaluated subjectively, but also objective results. So in other words, we found that the serum, cytokine, and neurotransmitter levels were boosted so that we know that acupuncture and herbs combined and independently both benefit the mindset from a psychological point of view and the correlated agents, the chemicals in the bloodstream that are related to proper mental health. So acupuncture, and it got very specific, by the way, the specific cytokines and neurotransmitter levels before and after. Now, this was done with acupuncture, very simple acupuncture point prescription, classic points like yin tang, bai hui, shen sung, etc., shen ting, which is do 24, uh, and others. It's all in the research. If, if you want to see the exact point list that they use, which was a nice choice, visit www.healthcmi.com and click on news and look for the article entitled Acupuncture Alleviates Depression, Benefits Neurotransmitters. So for acupuncturists especially, have at it, take a look because it gives the exact herbs and point prescriptions and how the treatment was exactly done. And there's something for everyone here because it shows you the monotherapy point of view. So herbs only, acupuncture only, combined herbs and acupuncture, and those type of results. And of course, without herbs and acupuncture. So in the comparison, we found that both acupuncture and herbal medicine were relatively effective, both subjectively and objectively, boosting those neurotransmitter and cytokine levels. But together, there was an additive effect that they, they functioned better. That's not a big surprise. Keep in mind that Traditional Chinese medicine, herbal medicine, and acupuncture, along with Twinam massage, uh, qigong healing types of work, tai chi, many things are governed under the same theoretical principles and constructs. So the same acupuncture channels, the same biophysiological pathways are activated through the herbs and acupuncture together. So it's not surprising that they complement each other in the treatment of depression. This is a hugely important finding, and the research is somewhat fascinating because we now see that uh, the serum blood levels of the biochemical agents correlated with the restoration of mental health uh, is present. And this is not an isolated study. There are other studies at healthcmi.com that also show these types of results and in other studies, you can look at the MRI studies. They show you that acupuncture restores the DMN and the normal functional functional connectivity of the brain. In other words, when you're doing anything, particularly at rest, which is where the DMN, the default mode network, is active, the certain levels of the brain, certain areas of the brain, regions, are at rest. And other areas are very active when at rest. So being Active or at rest, certain areas will activate and deactivate in certain patterns across all humans when they're mentally healthy, and there's also similar patterns when they are not. Acupuncture can restore that. Think of it like your computer's misbehaving and you restart it, 
and it zaps the PRAM and resets some cache and things are operating well. Acupuncture has the ability to restore and refresh, which is also very obvious for people having an experience with that type of acupuncture where what we call Shen points or spirit points are used to relax the body where it can be so deeply restorative that the experience of acupuncture itself is, is quite pleasant or deeply relaxing or ethereal in some way or even euphoric. So this is not unusual. This is a great study. Again, it gets into the herbal formula. So it's Chen Pi, Chai Hu, Chuan Sheng, Shang Fu, Jirke, Shao Yao, so it's Bai Shao Yao, and Jirgan Chao. So that is a variation on the ancient formula, Chai Hu Shugan San. So again, moving that liver chi. Again, it's not liver organ. Keep in mind that the terminology this between Chinese medicine and usual care or modern so-called modern medicine uh, doesn't always overlap. The reason is that certain acupuncture channels or electrical pathways, shall we say, travel through the liver. So we call that liver chi. It's not a liver organ disorder. So don't confuse uh, things like hepatitis or other liver disorders with liver channel issues in Chinese medicine. So we're probably better off using terminology for depression instead of using the uh, zhang fu designation, the internal organ designation in English, things like liver or heart or uh, pericardium or things like this. We're probably better off saying things like Xiaoyang channel, Duiyin channel, Xiaoyin channel, because they're a little more accurate because they refer to the channel pathway and not the internal organs themselves where there can be some confusion. So again, that herbal formula was decocted and... I believe it gives the uh, dosage there. Yeah, it was two doses twice daily. So that's pretty neat. And the treatment principles were to regulate qi, harmonize the interior and exterior, harmonize the liver, promote circulation, and alleviate qi stagnation-related depression. Keep in mind that there, there are many parameters that encompass the scope of depression. It's a very serious topic, mental health. So depression yes, can be caused by mental elements of chronic trauma, history of trauma, also organic brain disease. There's many things that affect mental health. But keep in mind, regardless of the initial causes, a chronic sustained depression is biophysically going to affect the bloodstream. It's going to affect the way the brain works. And acupuncture has the ability to help restore some of these biophysical events to give people a chance. So they may be in talk therapy. They may be experimenting with also drug therapy and other forms of therapy. But until that physical health, think of it, you know, you if you want to be a good basketball player, you better have a good uh, arm strength, let's say, uh, leg strength. Um, same thing for your brain. It also needs to be strong and healthy. And acupuncture is shown here to benefit the exact chemicals that will help with mental health in the brain. So this is why acupuncture is so important in mental health care. We're doing a, an online course at healthcmi.com. We do a lot of CEU courses, continuing education courses for acupuncturists and nurses. And we are working right now on one for the treatment of depression.
Now, what's interesting about that course is we're going to lay out all the diagnostics in traditional Chinese medicine for the treatment of depression so that the entire scope is covered, and then lay out all the research that we can find in, in the results so that we can compare the ancient treatments with the modern treatments. And what we find, um, we, we break it down to what's called the seven emotions in Chinese medicine, and then how that, that interplay works with mental health. And what we find is that the ancient formulas are working in acupuncture. So that course will go into the five element breakdown and then also all the diagnostics involved in depression and the specific emotions. And just to give a brief overview, for example, grief and melancholy, we say associated with the metal element. So that means that it affects the lungs and the large intestine. Now, anyone who's had long-term grief or melancholy it sounds wild to say, well, what is this association with the lungs, the large intestine? We know in Chinese medicine that specific emotions affect specific internal organs and physical processes in the body. So, for example, people sighing a lot, this type of thing. This is the lungs. So that chronic grief and melancholy really can actually affect your overall immune system health. Same thing with fear and fright, which affects the kidneys and urination bladder. In fact, sudden fear and fright can cause people to urinate uh, without control. And anger, for example, we say liver and gallbladder. So a lot of people taking medications that are toxic to the liver and gallbladder have a lot of anger. Heart and small intestine affected by joy. That's the shen or the spirit idea. But actually, excess joy or too much euphoria is a little sign of uh, insanity, right? So you have to have a certain amount of joy. But not excessively so to where it's inappropriately unusual. And worriness or overconcentrated thinking affects the spleen and stomach and digestion. And I think a lot of people in common sense will understand that. Uh, in fact, you can give yourself a peptic ulcer if you're not careful by worrying too much. So, uh, for example, excess sympathetic nerve um, uh, stimulation. Uh, again, this is the autonomic nervous system, the parasympathetic and sympathetic divisions. And excess worry or overconcentrated thinking can overstimulate the sympathetic nervous system, keep us in a chronic fight or flight response, promote excess acid secretion in the stomach, for example, cause GERD and other problems like gastrointestinal reflux disease. So worry. And Chinese medicine, it's not only detailed the pathology, but what acupuncture points and herbs match all of that. So that's already been mapped out, which is why Chinese medicine is so effective for these treatments, and that will be in the, uh, in the course. And we also go into all of the known Chinese medicine diagnostics associated with depression and neurosis. So uh, liver chi depression, liver chi and phlegm depression, liver chi and deficiency of blood depression, also deficiency of heart and spleen, liver yang deficiency, heart and liver blood deficiency, and others. And there's also many more for neurosis. I was just listing off depression. Now, why is that important? Because Depression is a combination of excess and deficiency. Some things will be in excess at times, and some things will be very weak and deficient. And that goes to the internal constitution of the body and its output, and also how the emotions fluctuate. There's a lot there. So take a look at this research. So visit healthcmi.com, 
Click on News. Look for the article published May 8, 2019, entitled Acupuncture Alleviates Depression, Benefits Neurotransmitters. If you like us, leave a review at Apple uh, about our podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and are able to help someone get the care they need. www.healthcmi.com.